the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And we are in St. Louis with a very special guest here in the RV. Special indeed. Celeste Dominguez, the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, flew up from Charlotte where you escaped Hurricane Florence. I did. I guess tropical storm. Well, yeah. But you you flew in Sunday afternoon. It was supposed to be Saturday morning and then Saturday afternoon, but... Then Saturday night and then Sunday morning <laughs> and then later Sunday morning. We're so happy you made it, though. Um, we're finishing up our trip in St. Louis at Bush Stadium, and you and what do we have? A group of... I think with the people who we weren't expecting to show up, like Lisa and Mike and Dave and, and Mary, we had like 26 people or something like that. So, you know, you were part of that group. And thank you so much for coming up. Yeah, it really means a lot to us. I wanted to be here for this. We started off together. We need to end this together. So one of the things that you mentioned to us about you know, flying up here and doing like a uh, recap, like, you know, what did Children's Hope Alliance get out of this uh, driving? As somebody described it to us, a giant Children's Hope Alliance and <laughs> home run on wheels billboard through 38 states and two Canadian provinces. What kind of feedback have you guys been, been receiving? So um, really kind of varied. A lot of people are saying, right, we saw you. We followed them. Um, we learned about this through Instagram or we saw them on the highway and looked it up, you know, with the hashtag on the side of the, the um, RV. Folks really excited that this was more than just about North Carolina, right? We we jumped into this because we care about children in the foster care system, but not just our children, all children. And so what you guys have done for us has helped spread the message across the nation. And that is the difference that's been made on this trip. Well, we definitely are really happy that we could do that and make that difference. And hearing feedback that folks were seeing the message and hearing the message, I know we've talked to a lot of folks and folks are really interested in the message just want them to you know reach out and help however they can and we've said that before whether it's donating your time your money school supplies going ahead and fostering if you can adopting if you can and that's in your heart all of those things are ways to help and the help is needed and that's what we've been trying to spread and not just donating school supplies but clothes or luggage or stuff you know it's 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 all useful yeah every bit of it let me tell you guys something about foster care right there we say that it takes four years or more for a seed to grow so you tell someone about foster care and it's really years and years later that that seed that you planted initially about what this is and how you can make a difference again whether it's luggage or really parenting somebody that needs a forever home you guys this is going to pay off years and years from now you don't even recognize yet the impact that you've had for children we've actually met a lot of people along the way it's kind of nuts how many people we've met who have some kind of connection to foster care whether they were foster parents themselves or they were foster kids or their aunt or uncle or somebody fostered and and they had foster brothers and sisters or whatever it, it's nuts how many people we've met and heck even sunday night in st louis we met some people who had a connection to the foster system and there was a a vendor working the concession stand at bush stadium who said she was a foster mother for like 30 plus years and adopted four kids right we got out to eat in dallas with my mom and our waitress was raised in the foster system 
So, yeah, we, we tell people about what we're doing and, and why we're doing it, and it's unbelievable how many people who have that connection. Yeah, it's amazing. Y'all, I don't want to uh, minimize either the impact that you've had on children and foster families giving them an opportunity to go to game, right? I think it's six different major cities, right, that you've been yes. able to bring people. These are kids that don't get to do this. They've never seen a field, right? We talked about that when we first met. They've never been to a game. They've, they cannot envision what a stadium looks like those foster parents to have this resource and be able to do that with the children in and of itself is really cool but you guys i'm betting a number of years from now we're going to find out that somebody became a foster parent or became an adoptive parent because they learned about it through this venture I certainly hope so. And that was one of the things he mentioned, the waitress in Dallas who told us she was in foster care. And she mentioned that, you know, she got a few uh, manicures here or there, but she never got to go to a stadium Mm -hmm. when she was a child. So that was really special in her. And she was talking about volunteering herself. And, you know, she already had that thought, but hopefully, you know, us bringing it up just plants that seed even further right or makes that seed grow i guess in her mind i love it the foster and adoptive care coalition which by the way we folks we're trying to get more kids out to a game next sunday at bush stadium so if you can donate please do gofundme.com slash home run on wheels but this past friday the foster and adoptive care coalition of st louis received 20 tickets and celeste two of the people who were sitting next to us Friday night, a woman named Mary and and her her bio daughter, her her biological daughter, but Mary and her husband were in the process of like applying to be foster parents. What is that process like in North Carolina? Like, you know, what are the steps to become a foster parent? And and, and what what is involved with a background check and and, and all those sorts of things? Yes, so this, you know, to do this, you open up every, every part of your life, right? Your finances, your driving record any sort of criminal record anything that you did when you were a young person everything and in addition to all of that and having home studies done so people come into your home they open up every cabinet every closet every door every everything to make sure that your home is suitable and how you live is going to be a good environment for a child that happens multiple times as they write up this home study and you do all of these background pieces then you go through 12 weeks of class to learn different things about how to parent, how to understand trauma, which is really why these children need homes, right? They've been through some sort of experience that has set them back. And so we teach them how to understand that, what to do with it, how do you respond to it, what are you going to be faced with, how do you interact really with with the life of a child that's experienced trauma. And hopefully, how do you work with the biological family? So there are children in the foster care system that still have a biological family that family is unable to take care of them so the beauty of foster parenting is not only does the child get a healthy experience but the biological parents get an opportunity to learn and relearn what they need to do in order to bring that child back home so it puts them back together and it's really when that happens it's an amazing thing how often does that happen where a a child is able to to go back to their their biological parents who have you know learned the lessons they need to learn um you know i want to estimate in the 30 percent range really it's not as much as we would like because it's it's hard work there's something that's happened to the family too in this whole process Um, and sometimes they suffer from things like substance use and disabilities which are lifelong and they're just not able to pull it together but about 30 percent of the time they can go back home it's something i just thought of when you were were talking about that i was just kind of curious so i don't think you had ever been to a game at bush stadium before right no that this was new and it's beautiful 
Amazing. I was telling Patty, it was like a party, right? You walk in there and the lights are everywhere and the colors are everywhere and the people are happy and dancing and yeah, it was it was very fun. St. Louis definitely a baseball centric town. Yeah. I mean, it's they they go nuts over baseball here and it's one of the reasons why Patty became a Cardinals fan. It's the reason I became a Cardinals fan. <laughs> Let's just say that. Because there is all that energy around it and, mm-hmm. and you saw it. I mean, how can you not get caught up in that? And how special is that for a kid to come in and experience such positive energy when they may not have that in their lives especially. Right. Uh, and yeah, it's when we go to do our stadium reviews, I'm going to try my best not to put my heart felt, you know, how I feel about it. Hey, I was critical of Miller Park. Right, exactly. I will judge it as um, an objective observer, but there's still, you even said it, we were almost into St. Louis, that is it weird that it feels like I'm coming home? No, because we spent a lot of time here and we've got a great support group and family and had family come from out of town to join us for this game and so I'll tell you what was fun about all the folks that were here is every single person asked me about this venture how did we come up with it what were we trying to accomplish what have we done I mean the excitement with the friends and family that was really fun to see and be a part of yeah and I mean you were our first guest on this home run on wheels podcast and We've upgraded. We actually have a, 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 a soundboard we're using now, which I'm ashamed to admit that I had the entire time. <laughs> Celeste said, "What? why weren't you using it initially? And I said, well, because I'm a dummy. <laughs> but you talked about the feedback you've gotten. I mean, is this something that, you know, like you guys are, are happy, you know, you decided to, to, to throw the wrap on and, and uh, you know, kind of sponsor this trip for us? Yeah, 100%. I was just talking with our um, leadership team actually a week ago as we were planning and they were asking what we were doing and how this was going. And I said, there is no venture that I know of any of our partners in North Carolina where they've done a national impact for children in the foster care system and helping people across the United States understand what the plight of these children um, is. It's, It's just huge to me that you guys were willing to take this everywhere that you went and talked to people as i watched you talk to people there was no stranger everybody (laughs) learned about this venture and children in foster care and what we're doing and not just home run on wheels but children's hope alliance not that they're going to come to north carolina and place folks but for them to know that there's agencies like this out there that love these children and want good things for these children really phenomenal so we are thrilled about this venture it's been fun awesome and we're definitely going to get kids out to a game next sunday we need more donations because the more donations we get the more kids the better tickets we can get for these kids the better experience we give for these kids but we were interviewed by todd thomas at ballpark village before the game todd thomas if you're not familiar with bush stadium uh he's that one guy he's that one guy yeah but Todd does the in-between inning games for with, with fans, the, the interactive stuff. And if you've been to Bush Stadium and you know that, that one, one guy. guy, his name is Todd Thomas. And Todd was at Ballpark Village, the complex right next to Bush Stadium, right across the street from Clark's, uh, on Clark Street. We went over there. We were on the big screen at Ballpark Village. We were inside Bush Stadium on the, the Jumbotron there. And after Todd interviewed us, I swear to God, four people walked up to us and handed me money because they wanted to donate to help get kids do a game next Sunday. Four people gave me $90, which is going to go toward those tickets. And, and that, I mean, that right there, that, that is instant impact. And, and that was awesome. That is awesome. 
I love that. I think people, once they know, right, how do you turn away from a child once you know about it? The thing that we talked about earlier, right, is sometimes people just don't know. It's not that they don't care. They just truly don't know. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to engage. They don't know what's happening. But once they hear that there's a child in need, right, who doesn't want to help? Right. And I don't think I knew. I I don't think I knew. I did not know the extent this need is there. I mean, you know that it's out there. You know that there's kids in the foster system. People have heard of that. I'm thinking most people have heard of that. But the degree of the need was something I didn't realize before this either. And so... Same. Yeah. And I think one thing I'm excited about as well is what we've done, even though our you know primary trip is over, almost over, I guess I should say, because we are going to take the kids to the game on the 23rd. But even after this, it's still going to be out there. You know, we'll keep some stuff up going on social media and hopefully people will find it even afterwards. If they're going out to search for um, information about a game, a stadium, hopefully they come across this. And then just happen upon this message. And like you said, it plants a seed. Right. And things probably would have worked out a little better Sunday if it was a day game for us. <laughs> but ESPN bumped that game to a Sunday night game. I know Patty's happy. The Cardinals won after the Dodgers uh, whipped them a, a couple days in a row. Woohoo! <laughs> Yasiel Puig did not hit a home run Sunday night. In fact, the Dodgers didn't even score Sunday. Yeah, and I have to say I'm happy about that. I was much happier after Sunday night's game than I was after Friday night's game. And seeing the score Saturday when the Dodgers beat him 17-4. to Ouch. I, I don't recall what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not a good weekend for Wisconsin sports either because the Brewers lost Saturday and Sunday. My Wisconsin Badgers lost Saturday. And then the Packers tied the Vikings on Sunday. So, Oh, I'm so sad about that. <laughs> no, you're not. The Bears play tonight against the Seahawks. Hey, go Bears. Let's let's make it happen. And then San Diego's NFL. Oh, I'm sorry. Too soon, Celeste? <laughs> sorry. Not nice. <laughs> <laughs> but... Celeste, uh, what is going on in North Carolina right now, and and what faces Children's Hope Alliance with Florence? Well, I was just looking at some updates, right? We have 167-plus shelters open. We have thousands and thousands of people from the eastern um, coast all the way inland that have lost their homes, completely lost everything. We have been monitoring our foster families twice a day since last week to make sure that they're okay. We, we fared well. We had a couple of foster families and a couple of staff without power for a few days. But we have folks in North Carolina that literally have nothing. No home, no clothing, no resources, nothing. So there is going to be a lot of frenzied activity around trying to put that back together over this next couple months. And I know FEMA is going to help out. Uh, the state of emergencies declared, I think, in North Carolina, South Carolina, I think even maybe Virginia. Right. Yeah. Um, can people help? through Children's Hope Alliance? Children's Hope Alliance actually is going to mobilize a team, I think, to go out and help as a resource. Um, we're not a repository for funds or things like that, but we can help connect people um, where they can um, donate their time or their resources or financially um, to help those folks. But there are, you know, Red Cross is going to be out there. FEMA will be out there. There will be a number of very well-identified sources. It's kind of a unique, I mean, this is a horrible natural disaster that struck North Carolina and 
So it's like we're seeing this every year, Houston and New Orleans. And I know you got a lot of work to do this week and you're flying back to Charlotte today. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, well, and hopefully you're able to get back to yeah, North Carolina today. Yeah, that's the big question, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, how is Charlotte? I mean, we, we lived in Charlotte. I'm naturally curious. Like, how is it? Is there a lot of flooding? No, there really isn't. Charlotte fared okay. I mean, we had some power outages, but Charlotte prepared well. Things came back online. Lots and lots of heavy rain. There were parts that had some flooding and, you know, sort of flash flooding kind of situations. But so far, overall, Charlotte's okay. We should probably check in on Mary Alice. Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, Celeste, thank you. So, I mean, it, it means the world to us that, that you, you flew up here to go to this game with us on Sunday. I, mean, it is I am honored to be here, honestly. I wanted to come. Awesome. Thank you very much. And I am honored to have you as a friend as well as a partner in this venture i appreciate that y'all are awesome thank you mm-hmm. actually had a woman give me a hug on when we left bush stadium sunday night because we were telling her her about what we're doing and you know it's we're not doing it for like any kind of praise or anything like that but it is nice to get it when, when that sure. does uh when that does happen because it, it means we are having an impact and, and we are touching people which is the entire point right yeah y'all there's no question in my mind you're having an impact none well cool and and that's that's awesome to hear because i'll be honest when 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 you told me initially you were going to come up here and oh and you suggested hey let's do a, a end of the year you know return on investment kind of deal i was like uh-oh <laughs> we're in trouble <laughs> but i'm glad it's been positive and and thanks so much and and, and you get home safe definitely will thanks y'all at celeste dominguez the ceo of children's hope alliance and guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast and for supporting this cause the entire way please go to gofundme.com home dash run dash on dash wheels uh let's get some kids out to a game next sunday as many as we can your your donation goes toward making that happen so thank you so much and as always thank you for listening to the home runner wheels podcast have a great week we will talk with you thursday and we will have katie corrigan of the foster and adoptive care coalition here in st louis to talk about the donation of tickets they receive from wells fargo and again we are going to donate as many tickets as we can to them for next sunday's game so that katie will be on thursday's episode of the home runner wheels podcast as always, thanks again. I keep saying it, but we're grateful to you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.